Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to The Glenys Show. I am Glenys Hughes and I am thrilled that you are here listening in. Whether this is your first time or you've never missed a show, uh, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I am so, so grateful. So today's show is how to be a sugar mama. This is something that I get asked about all the time. People want to bring their spouse home. And of course, it could be labeled, you know, how to be a sugar daddy, of course. Um, But it's basically if you have maybe you have a business and your partner doesn't enjoy the work that they're doing or really would just be rather assisting you in your business. This is the show to listen to. And of course, You can actually listen to this show even if you don't have a partner or a spouse or anybody in your life because these tools and processes can be used in so many different ways. And maybe your partner or spouse has no desire in leaving their work. Maybe they love what they do or they just would rather be doing what they like to do, what they don't like to do, whatever it is. Uh, But this is kind of how... Not, I wouldn't say the step-by-step because step, I don't think I could probably even do a step-by-step step in this process because it was really in the works for some time. So with my business, I started traveling, oh gosh, probably within the first year of my business. And I started my business in 2002. So my business is, you know, a middle teenager. <laughs> so it's... um. And of course, when I traveled back then, it wasn't international. So I was driving to small towns across Alberta and Saskatchewan here in Canada. And hubby had no desire to travel with me. That wasn't even a question for either of us. But come 2013, that's when I started getting the invites around the world. And that's when we kind of went, hmm, it'd sure be nice if hubby could come. And the thing with hubby is that he actually loved what he was doing. So it wasn't the case of him having to leave a job that he hated. That was actually the opposite. He loved it. And that actually kind of slowed it down a bit. Because if he would have hated it, he would have quit a lot sooner. But he loved what he did. He uh, worked at a small soft seat theater. I think there was 500 seats in the theater. And they put on, you know, music performances and dance performances and theater performances. And he loved it. He was a sound and light technician. He did all the backstage stuff. He got to meet all the performers. Like he loved it. And as I was traveling more and even getting busier in the business and not really um, ever (laughs) loving doing uh, the house stuff, like I never loved going for groceries. I never loved running errands. I never loved cleaning. uh, All of that stuff that I really, really, really did not love. (laughs) And he actually didn't mind. But with his work schedule, it just wasn't possible. And so we kind of split the stuff up. I would say kind of 50-50, but he had all the outside stuff and I had all the inside stuff and it was just not fun. 
So as we were kind of going into this possibility, and I was getting a little bit pushy, it was like, come on, come on, when are you going to quit? When are you going to quit? And, uh, and he's older, he's 20 years older than I am. So he was uh, coming up, I think, probably for 60 at that time. And so it was like, hey, early retirement or retirement, whatever. And, uh, and then I went to, it was actually a seven day in Costa Rica with Gary and Dane. It was 2012. So actually, yeah, I guess we must have started talking about it earlier than kind of I had thought it was 2013, but no, it was earlier. And I had this dream while I was at the class. And in the dream, it was one of those dreams that is so real, like so ridiculously real. And in the dream, he had cancer, he had bowel cancer. And uh, I don't even actually remember the specifics of the dream, but I remember that. So when I woke up the next morning and I was like really traumatized by the dream because it was, it was real, so real. And my friend was staying with me and she just said to me, okay, well, what would he be dying to get out of? Because a lot of times with cancer, when you ask that question, that really assists you to get clear on kind of what's the energy behind the choosing of cancer. Not for everybody, but for some people. And so she just said that to me and I was like, well, wow. What I realized in that moment was that if I kept pushing him to retire, that like, and he wasn't ready, that he would create something like, you know, cancer or something like, it was just the energy of what I was actually, the future I was creating by pushing. And it was so cool because with that, <laughs> I mean, with that awareness, it was like, I was, I was done. I never, ever pushed again. In fact, when I went home and he brought it up, I just said, you know what, hon? I don't think it's time yet. Like, I would love you to, but I don't, I just don't get it's time yet. And it was like, it was like we took like the weight of the world off his shoulders. There was such space. There was such like, oh, and I could really perceive how with my pushing him, it was really not gifting him choice. So that's kind of one thing that I would really encourage you to look at is if this is the situation, what you would like to create make sure that your, your, your person, <laughs> your guy, your girl, whatever it may be, uh, is, it's what they truly desire. Because otherwise, you're pushing. And we all know what pushing's like. So you'll know, you know, look at your life. Have you been pushing? Have you been forcing? Have you been saying, well, they really should, or they have to do this? Or, so that's kind of step one, or at least that was a huge step for me that I didn't even realize uh, until I did. So I'm so grateful for that dream. And uh, so then it was, gosh, that was 2012. And he retired 2015, 16, he, he retired in 2015. So it was still three years before he was ready. And man, I just look at that now. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for that. For, you know, me being having that dream, and then really looking at what future I was creating by pushing. Because with something like this, I mean, with anything, really, if you're not both on board, you're just going to create drama trauma. So then what occurred was that he was just getting more and more frustrated with some of the um, staffing stuff, like the, the work itself he loved, but the staffing stuff and the politics and all that stuff. 
he was ready to be done with that. Uh, And then he was the one who brought it up. And I was like, yeah, sure, it's time, let's do it. And so that, you know, from that standpoint, it was brilliant because it truly was his choice. Whereas if in 2012, that would have been me superior bitching him, which is something I've done a lot, uh, so much less now. So I'm very grateful for that. And so in 2015, that's what he did. He retired. And so probably in the next segment, I will talk more about, you know, the money stuff and all of that in order to retire him. But what I want to also talk about is if, you know, you're in that space and you're looking at that, what you want to look at is what, what is going to work for both of you if that person does quit and come to assist in your business? Like, what does that look like for both of you? And what I suggest is getting that person to write it down and then you write it down. Then bring your lists together (laughs) and look at them together. Because if you just sit down to have a conversation about it, it's easy to go, oh yeah, that's what I would like to. Oh yeah, that's what I would like to. But you'll get a much clearer picture of what they're kind of deciding or what they've they're thinking it's going to look like and and that can help for a lot of people now I have to say hubby and I didn't have didn't have that conversation in that way and I get for a lot of people it's really really important to have that conversation to be really super clear on what was required now don't get me wrong we talked about it we talked about what it would look like what he would do what he wouldn't do um you know we we were very clear on that uh but a lot of couples i so suggest doing it separate and then coming together because that is going to create so much more for you than just verbalizing it together. But again, use your awareness. Hubby and I didn't do that. uh, And it's worked out. The other thing that we didn't do, which again, for a lot of people I would recommend doing, uh, is is a clear deal and deliver. Like what exactly is that person going to do? And what exactly are you going to do? Because if there's anywhere to be unclear (laughs) this could be very easy to be unclear on and this could really uh, end a relationship and again hubby and I didn't do this now I also knew I would have no problem having the conversation like let's say you know he retired and then he just started like sleeping till noon and watching TV all afternoon and going out to the bar at night. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I laugh because that's really a funny thought for him. Um, and the sleeping till noon might occur, but other than that, he's not, not, um, but it could, right? So I, and I also knew myself well enough that I knew that I would have that conversation and I wouldn't have a problem saying to him either, you do this or you can go back to work and we'll pay somebody to do it. Like I I always knew that. 
But if you don't know that you're willing to, or you know that they would actually have a point of view about having that conversation, like you're kind of the boss, so that's, you know, going to offend them or whatever it might be, like have a clear deal and deliver. Because really this stuff, you guys, is stuff you want so clear, so, so clear before they come home. Because otherwise, it just becomes trauma drama. And really, for me, this has been such a space of creation. You know, he has been, he has actually done far more than I have never even imagined he would do. And how does it get any better than this? Like, truly, how does it get any better than this? Now, I'll speak to this, and this might not be the world, you know, your world, and And I'll speak to it because it is something for some people, it is a problem where the spouse may not, and and I'll use, you know, the male spouse may not appreciate the woman bringing the money in or doing the traditional woman stuff from this reality. So you also want to be clear on that too, (laughs) because if that's a no for them, if they're not interested in doing what, what you're looking at them doing, then be clear on that. The cool thing with hubby is he's never, ever truly had a point of view. Like he had, uh, he was divorced many, many years ago. And he actually had full custody of his three kids. I think the youngest was six months when they divorced. And uh, and then I think two years and three years old or something. So, I mean, he knows uh, how to cook, how to clean, how to manage how to run errands like he knows how to do all that stuff and uh and doesn't have a point he doesn't call it women's work he's never ever had that um and for some men that's not how they were brought up so it's another thing to keep in mind and he doesn't <laughs> he's so grateful that I bring the money in compared to him so that's also something that we've never had a, a problem with me making more than him or me now making all of it it makes no difference to him whatsoever. And that, again, I'm just so grateful for because I'm aware that there's there's some guys on the planet that this just wouldn't work for. And that's okay. You know, you wanna, you wanna know that too. You know, it's not your job to bring them home if they don't wanna be brought home. And it could go the other way too. Maybe you have, maybe it's a woman that your partner is. And maybe she doesn't want to be brought home. Maybe she loves going out. She loves doing what she's doing. So that's, you know, just that awareness of it and the clarity. I cannot stress the clarity enough, not because hubby and I have problems with it, but because it's so easy to pretend and to live in the fantasy that everything will be perfect. They will come home and they will do exactly what I've decided they should do. No. (laughs) And, you know, and that was, I guess, the other thing is that I also knew. I knew some things about hubby because I've lived with him for many years. I knew not to expect anything of him in the early morning. Now, I love that about him. I love that I can have my mornings to myself, that he doesn't get up until eight or so. I have no desire for him to be up doing stuff like that's not relevant. I don't care when it gets done. And a lot of times I don't even care if it gets done. (laughs) You know, yes, I would like to eat supper. (laughs) And yes, I would like to, you know, have groceries in the house and and errands ran and stuff. But it's not, I don't micromanage him. Uh, 
I'm just checking in if that's true. Yeah, I really don't. Um, he does ask me a lot, you know, what would you like to have? What do you want me to get at the grocery store? Like if there's something above and beyond what he knows we're out of and stuff like that. Uh, so maybe in a way I do, but it's by him. But, you know, just again, that clarity and that conversation and knowing that it's a co-creation at least, I guess, however you're going to choose it to be. But for hubby and I, it's not about him working for me. He doesn't work for me. Yeah, wow, everything that just brought up. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, good, bad, all nine, put box, shorts, boys, mounds. We co-create this business together. That's, that's what it is for me. It's a co-creation. He might, if you asked him, he might have a different word for it. He might call it, I mean, he often calls me his boss, but he's been calling me his boss since probably date number two. So I don't think that makes any difference. Uh, but like, I'm not that. It's a totally different energy. We, there's, you know, in our life together, there's a business and then there's other stuff. And so I'm not going to ask him to come and do a webinar for me while I go get groceries. So I guess in that sense, it's really easy for me not to multi, not multitask, micromanage, because I, I can't really... <laughs> I mean, I guess I could go get the groceries, but I don't like that. So I'm not good. At <laughs> so it's just the clarity of it. And then knowing it's a co-creation. Like it's something you guys get to create together. And for us, it, it so enhanced our relationship. And that's the other thing that I should say about this, because sometimes people... And not that it's wrong, but some people want to bring their, their spouse home because they want to spend every waking minute with them. There, there is no wrongness in that whatsoever. For us, it's never been that. We are very independent people. Uh, we enjoy our time together, but we also really enjoy our time apart. So it was never about bringing him home so we could be together all the time. Um, that's probably wouldn't end good for anybody. So it really, like... Also looking at that for yourself. If that is the energy behind, you know, you retiring them or bringing them home or being the sugar mom or sugar daddy, whatever you want to call it, just be aware of it. Just be aware of it. Don't assume that they want that too <laughs> or that, that you will spend every moment together because that may not work. So again, be really clear on what the energy is behind you choosing it and get them to be clear on the energy behind them choosing it. Everything that brought up, everywhere that you're not willing to be totally clear on your choices and the future they're creating. Whew, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I guess the other piece, you know, when I look at all of this, uh, is that you really want to make sure that there isn't a promise that this will last forever. And not that you want to walk into it with doubting of yourself or anything like that, but that can put a lot of pressure on. So if you set yourself up to, okay, well, you come home and I will always bring in all of the money for us that might not feel really yummy for you. So, you know, you could just say, hey, let's try this. Like, are you willing to try this? And then also check in because if they have a job that they love now and there might not be the chance of getting it back if it didn't work out, have that conversation. 
I know these are sometimes what we might call tough conversations, but have them because those are the things that where you're, you know, you're putting on the blinders, you're pretending something is going to work that may not. So you just want to have the conversation. Hey, if you came home and you did this uh, and, and we played together for a while and business-wise didn't work out financially or something happened and the business closed, what would you choose then? So that you know, if they're like, oh my God, I'd be so mad at you, then probably not good to choose it. <laughs> anyway, on that note, we're going to go to break and we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to share a really, really freaking cool, awesome, brilliant, (laughs) miraculous. Okay, I could go on. Uh, It is called Increasing Your Business as If by Magic. And this is a 12-week intensive business program with me that I am over the moon, and this moon was a super moon, uh, thrilled about. It is something so different than what I've ever done before. And it like involves weekly trainings, it involves uh, weekly office hours, it involves uh, weekly energetic tools, it involves laser coaching. I mean, there's so much, my sweet friends, that if you've got a business (laughs) and you would like to increase it, contact me. Isn't that funny? I'm not giving you a sales page to go to. It is the most different program that I have ever played with. And and most of you know that I commune with my creations and allow them to guide how to be created and marketed and all that sort of stuff. And this one is so different. 
I am so shocked. But it really is. It's actually not a program for everybody. So there is going to be, you contact me, I will send you a list of questions just so that I know you're a fit for the program and the program's a fit for you. So contact me. You can, of course, reach me on Facebook Messenger. You can email me at info at glenisehughes.com. You can probably contact me a million other ways my oh my facebook message or facebook business pages have messengers on them contact me plus if you go to the radio show on my webpage which is at glenisehughes.com and then click radio show you will find this as a blog post this show and there will be uh, i'll have my contact well that was really long. On my webpage, there's a contact form. Fill that out. Send that to me and I will get the questions to you. If this pings you, if you are ready to increase your business, I would love to chat with you to see if this is a fit 12-week intensive program that will rock your socks off and increase your business beyond what you've never imagined possible. So anyway, just wanted to share that because I am so freaking excited about it. It has just been birthed in the last couple days and what else is possible that we've never even considered with our businesses? So there you go. Okay, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to talking all about how to be the sugar mama. So in segment one, I talked kind of about the nuts and bolts and the clarity and all of that. I am going to assume, (laughs) although we know what assuming is, uh, but I'm going to assume that you've got that. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about it from the financial aspect and really looking at Like, what does that look like for you? And we kind of go back to clarity again. (laughs) Clarity is a huge thing. Clarity is a huge thing. Because you really want to know your numbers. You really, really, really want to know what it costs you to live and everything in that. So your entire life, like insurance and mortgages and, you know, pens from the stationery store and everything like what does it cost you to live each month the entire house because remember now you're not just looking after you financially you're you got the whole shebang so what does that look like financially how much money is that and what I've you know talked with some people about is they say you know what I'm going to actually choose to pay off past expenditures before they come home so that there's no kind of that additional stuff. So that might be something too that really feels yummy for you. Just getting rid of all of those past expenditures and then having them come home. May not be, but it's an option. And I've heard it actually from probably more people than I haven't heard it from where that was important. And and that would have been my thing too. Now, back then I was at the space uh, in 2015, I had already paid off all of the like credit cards and, and line of credits and all those sorts of things. Um, I've never really viewed mortgage <laughs> as a past expenditure. I'm sure in some world, some people's world it is, but that's never been something. Like I would have never went, oh my gosh, he can't come home until the mortgage is paid off because yeah, it just wouldn't have been something. So for some people that might be. So check in with yourself. Get so clear. What are the numbers? What exactly does it cost you to live? And then add in extra money. Like what would you like ideally? 
Because that's the other thing. You don't want to be, you know, like when, when people buy a house, but it's kind of just outside of their uh, financial comfort zone. So then they become what, what people call house broke. <laughs> they can't do anything. That's probably not what you'd like to create if now there's more time for you and, and your, your honey to play together. You don't want to create it, well, <laughs> I've got to work harder because I don't have the money to pay everything. So you want to be really clear on that and add in, what would we like to do? Would we like to go, you know, on a holiday every two months or three months? Or would we like to, uh, I don't know, get a new car in a year? Like really looking at those and getting that number, what does it cost to live and what would you like added in? And then that's your number. So let's just do it. And I'm crap at math. So I'm going to keep it really simple. But let's say it costs you $10,000 to live everybody and your business to run because remember we're talking everything okay so let's say it costs ten thousand dollars and then you sit down with the family and you go oh I'd really like this and I'd like us to be able to do this and I'd like you know college fund for this kid or that kid or whatever um so let's say the ideal budget is twenty thousand cool so then it's about creating at least $20,000 a month in your business. So if you're currently creating 4,000 a month and you haven't outcreated that in six years, <laughs> it's like, hey, what would it take? And start using some of the tools. Now, one thing that I know, at least for me, and I'm pretty sure it's universal, but I, I yeah, I'm gonna say I'm pretty sure. Once you know that number, and not just a random number you pulled out of your ass, I mean, you really got clear on the number. Once you know that number, creating it gets so much more ease. So everything that that just brought up, will you destroy and uncreate it all return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, butt, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what if... Once you have the number, once again, you have the clarity, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> Would you be willing for it to be that easy? Yeah, anything that doesn't allow that to start and create it all, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, so then you're looking at like, what, what would it take? And I would get somewhat logical in that. Okay, so my sessions are... Um, let's say your sessions are $500 a session and you'd like to create $20,000, well, then there's that. <laughs> I told you I was crap at math of however many sessions that would be. Actually, for me, let's, well, then would that be four? I think that's 40 sessions, okay? So then, like, okay, so 40 sessions a month. So what would it take to create that? And it doesn't mean that that's all you have to do, but you do want to look at things like that. Because what if you could just get really clear on that and then have, as you're creating that, there's other things that pop, there's other revenue streams that come in. But then it's like, okay, now I know what the target is. And then this is another piece of that clarity conversation with your partner that you want to have. How many months do you need to consistently create that for them to feel comfortable stepping away from their job? Because it might be six months for them. It might be a year. You know, often we, we marry uh, in, in a lot of ways the opposite of us. So if you've just kind of been, you know, oh my gosh, let's just do it for a month. And once I do it once, then you can come home. And, you know, you're just kind of that sort of a person. <laughs> you live in the now. And they're very much 
planning for the future, they might need 12 months. And what if that's okay? Like truly, what if that's okay? Now, one of the things that I did with that information was that I took that money that hubby was putting into the household while he was working. So we had, we ever since day one with both of us, we knew that um, we would just kind of split the expenses 50-50 and the rest of the money was for each of us to keep on our own. So I took that money that he put in that 50% of the expenses and I'd actually just put it aside because I wanted to know for me that I could do it. I really, I, I really did. And I want to know that I could do it before I had not, I was going to say had to do it, but I don't mean it from that energy, but before I was in that spot. So that really also helped me to build up that confidence because that money just got put aside. So it was almost like he wasn't adding it and it was still there as a cushion if I needed to. And I never even told him that I did that. I, it was for me. I don't. I probably wouldn't have created more to tell him, to be honest, because that probably would have, he would have went into, well, if she doubts that she can do it, then I can't trust that she can, or, you know, like, who knows what that would have created in his world. But it was just for me. I needed to know that I could do it. And so that might be something too. If, if they say, okay, I need six months of you making this much, making the 20,000. And let's say right now, you know, they bring in, Again, easy for math, it, they bring in 10,000, then get that 10,000, get an additional 10,000 and put it aside. And how freaking cool would that be? Because if you put that aside for six months, now you've got a $60,000 cushion. And that is one thing that I, I, I've chose here and there, um, not always. <laughs> and I wonder what it would be like to choose it always. Uh, but having that cushion, having six months of expenses in an account somewhere, especially being self-employed. Because if something were to occur and I needed to take six months off, then there's the money. Like it's just ease and joy and glory. So that's the other thing you could do with that while you're you know, showing yourself that you can create it. You're also building up that cushion. And again, follow your awareness. This is just stuff I'm talking about uh, with it. And, and thing, you know, that one thing that I did do that I went, wow, I really can do this. And that was really cool for me to kind of have that energy of that. But I was also very aware of the numbers. I was very aware of how much money wouldn't be coming in from him. And then the other thing that I've noticed now, this, I was going to say, this actually could be because we moved or not. Now, hubby is not a spender. Like he's not, he's not a frivolous spender. He, uh, he never has been, never probably will be. So, that's the other thing too you want to be aware of if your partner is be clear on that like it might be um giving them certain amount of money each month or having you know this is the money like having kind of like a budget this is money for groceries this is the money for um you personally to play with like however that needs to look um and if there was that problem like if he was a big spender i would just give him I would give him that. Like, I would just be like, here, here's your money for the month. Uh, Because he's not, he just has, you know, a credit card and he goes, does whatever he needs to. But what I have noticed is that because he's got more time, there is, I'm going to say more expenses. But again, this could be more because we moved in terms of, okay, well, he's going to go to Home Depot and buy whatever because we need it to fix the sink. Which when he was working full time, 
that might have only happened once a month when all the air and stuff got done or like that sort of stuff got done. Uh, whereas now it's like, it could be every day where he's going to buy something. And so again, it's not frivolous stuff. This is or what I would judge as frivolous. This is stuff that's creating more for the house than that. But that's the other thing is if somebody isn't kind of working full time, then they might have more time to spend uh, money, spend money. <laughs> and then what is, how does that look for you guys? What does that look like? And it might even feel really yummy for them to receive a wage. You know, like I, I do books wise, I pay him a wage. It does go into our account, but then it's just, you know, I use it for everything. But I wouldn't, I, that, that's an easy thing to do if, that's, if you're just aware that that would create more for you. And then, you know, from the business aspect, it's like commune with your business. Ask it, like, okay, let's use the $20,000 a month, like business. First, the question, business, would you like to actualize at least $20,000 a month? Yeah. Now, if it's a no, cool. Okay, what other business would like to come play? What other revenue stream would like to come and play? You know, so you're in that space of question and playing with it also. Um, and so then let's say it does say, yes, absolutely. I would love to actualize that much. Okay, show me what I can create business. Show me what you would like to actualize on the planet. Show me what people would love to, you know, purchase from us or um, what sessions they would like, whatever your business is, you know, where you're actually co-creating with the business because it's the business that's actualizing the money along with you co-creating with it, but allow the business to have a voice. And it is, it is one of the magic capacities that I, that I be is communing with business. And, and it's so much ease for me just to, just to have that, that space of just question and, and awareness. So it's not answer, but it's actually asking the question like business, would you like that? Would you like this? What would you like? And, uh, and so with that new creation, the, the increasing your business as if by magic, and I, it's possible that my business has asked me to create it like this way before and I just never heard it because it's so kind of outside of my um, realm of possibility for creating a, a you know a 12-week intensive like this and and maybe I'm just willing to receive it now I, it's just so cool and I just allow it I just allow it to show me to give me the sense of and business doesn't always talk to me like through questions I ask it in that moment I might be asking, and I, the way that I describe it is like the, what's asking to be created comes into my energy field. This is probably, I don't know if it's the right words, it doesn't matter. Uh, and I'm aware of it. I just perceive there's something ready, coming, becoming ready for me to create. But it's like it stays just a little bit away and so then I'm just aware of it. I don't push. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. Don't push. It's not fun. Uh, so I just, I'm aware of it. I'm aware of it. I was actually talking to a friend a couple of weeks ago and, and I was saying, well, there's something that's asking to be created. And I, and I remember saying to her, it's different than I've ever done before. And she was just like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know it's there and it's different than I've ever, ever created before. Now I thought it was the, like whatever was going to be created. I didn't realize it was kind of 
the kind of how with the, you know, people asking the, you know, me sending questions and kind of how people were applying to be a part of it. I didn't realize it was that, but I just knew there was something totally different. And then it just shows up. And, and then it's like, then I can go into the question with it and play with it and start jotting things down. And it's just such a fun process. <laughs> and I just love it. So that's what you can be with your business. Like ask it questions. It would like to co-create at least 20,000 a month. Cool. Okay. What would you like to do? And some people just kind of think, okay, well, they're going to get this big booming voice in their head. Um <laughs> You probably, you could, there's nothing, maybe, uh, but that's not my process. My process often is I write it and I ha I'm a hand writer. Um, when I very, very start the creation process, I start handwriting. And so I'll just jot a few things down and a lot of it would look logical. Be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I could do this. I could do that. I could do this. And I write them down. And then there's some that have this really yummy, delicious, expansive energy and some that don't. So the ones that don't get scratched off right away. And then I carry on and it just kind of creates itself. Yeah. Anyway, on this note, I do have to go to break. So I will be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenice's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenice's schedule at GleniceHughes.com. If you would like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniceHughes.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. Oh my gosh, I really never realized how much I have to say on this topic. So thank you for bearing with me. And I apologize for, um, you know, kind of cutting off at the last segment. It, it's, it's, uh, I, I try to stay on track as much as I can for Voice America. And then sometimes my segments get a little bit longer than they should. So <sighs> There we go. I'm talking, talking, talking. And I just, this is just one of those topics, like business, especially business is a capacity that I have that is just so phenomenal for me. And, um, and then this, like creating the 
creating a living beyond what I never imagined possible. And I use that term a lot. You guys probably know that it's, you know, it probably seems overused, but I actually really mean it because it really is for me. Like, if you would have said to me 10 years ago, this is what will you will create in, in you know, six short years using these tools from Access Consciousness, um, I'd have probably laughed in your face. And part of that is because I, I wouldn't have said it was something we wanted. And that was the other point of view that I had to clear uh, because I grew up and I, I don't know if it's just society. Like, I don't, I can't say that I remember anybody in particular saying this, but I remember people saying it or it being said <laughs> that, you know, when the husband retires and he's always underfoot and then, you know, you just want them to go away and they're always around. And, and I can remember that. Like, I, I remember hearing that. So that was something that I looked at was like, do I really want him around all the time? Like, oh my gosh. And a piece of changing that for me was to choose to be me no matter who was in the room. So for many years when we got married and, you know, spent time together, I didn't allow myself to be me. So then when he went away, he went to work, whatever, I was like, oh, there, I have a sigh of relief because I can finally be me. But I did that with everybody. It's like I put on a mask for everybody in my life so that when I was by myself, whew, I could be me. And so then it was really changing that, you know, if, if he's not going to like who I am, then I guess there's no point in staying married. I, can't, I don't want to wear the mask anymore. And so once I, you know, changed that and was willing to be me with him, no matter where, whether he loved it or hated it, and then clearing the point of view that, you know, men are just in the way or retired men are just underfoot and they're annoying and they're frustrated, like, you know, all of those points of view that I heard along the way and just destroying and uncreating them. Because it's just a point of view. It doesn't have to be reality. So that might be also what you want to look at is, you know, what points of view do you have about the person being with you? And what points of view do they have about being at home? Wow, everything that just brought up, well, you destroyed uncreated all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. So then it, you know, becomes really like, what does that look like for us? I just love that most afternoons, depending on if I have calls, like classes or whatever, most afternoons, Hubby and I get to spend them together. You know, I get up really early in the morning and I love it. I, I really love that. So by kind of lunchtime, one o'clock, two o'clock, depending on the day, I'm, I've finished everything I require to in, in my day. So then we can go out, and especially now with having moved, we can go out shopping, we can go, you know, to a movie, we can go do whatever we want to do, or just be at home doing whatever we want to do. <clears throat> and it's a totally different space for us compared to before we actually used to have a date day a month, because that was about as often as we had time together. And that's a huge difference. I mean, I'm just realizing it now. But I mean, we would see each other now and again, but his work at, at the theater was mostly evenings. 
and my work I've always done mostly daytime just so evening isn't my my most creative so you know there just wasn't a lot of time spent together (laughs) so we actually set up date day a date day a month so that we made sure we had that time together and now (laughs) it's rare to have a day where I you know where I don't see him for probably eight hours <laughs> which I mean as I'm saying it I'm just shocked now uh, and I love it I absolutely love it but we also are very much similar in the sense that we do require our space so we might both be at home but I might be down in my office while he's out in the workshop or soon I'll be in my pool and he'll be in his workshop <laughs> So it's like that too, like looking at what does that look like? What points of view do you have about them being home? Um, Are you being at home or whatever that is? Like, again, just the clarity and the honesty with you and invite them to be the same so that it's truly a choice for both of you. Yeah. So everything that brings up, lead us to an uncreated all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then looking at, you know, and kind of going a little bit further with them assisting if, if they're assisting in your business. So hubby does some in my business and in the sense of um, like any, of course, sound and lights and stuff like that, of course, perfect, right? Uh, but other than that, he really doesn't do anything. There's, you know, he probably could do some audio recording and stuff like that, maybe video editing, but it just, it just doesn't actually there's just no energy on it whatsoever with that. So that's cool. I don't have a point of view about that. I love that he does the other stuff, the stuff that I don't have to think about. I don't, I, I never ever have to consider if there's toilet paper when I go, um, you know, under the counter to see if there's toilet paper or to get the next roll. Like it, it's, it's just done for me. So that really works for me. Now, maybe you're looking at bringing them in. Maybe they would assist more in your business. I have a friend who's, you know, hubby is doing um, some of the content stuff and, and organizing and such. So that's really awesome. Like, what does that look like for you? What do they love to do? What are they really good at? Uh, what what are you willing to let go of control of? <laughs> and as I say that, I'm thinking maybe that's why hubby doesn't do video editing uh, because of the control thing. It could be. I, I'm... <laughs> I very much know I'm a control freak of magnitude and it's changed so much. So I am celebrating me uh, with that. But it's like, really, if that is the way you guys are going to play together and then maybe it's hiring out the other stuff, maybe neither of you love to do the cooking and cleaning and errands and stuff. Cool. So now, along with 20,000, maybe you need to add a 5,000 to hire somebody to do all that stuff for you. So now it's at 25,000. So anywhere that you just went into a beyond, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And what if your business would like to? What if your business would like to actually actualize 50,000 a month, 70,000 a month, 100,000 a month? Like, what, what if you're the one stopping your business from increasing, from exponentializing, from being the multi-million dollar business that it's asking to be. Yeah, everything that brings up latest or an uncreated all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds, is what if, what if business could come to you with ease and joy and glory? 
<laughs> oh, it's one of the magic tricks that I use. Um, is, you know, all of business comes to me with ease and joy and glory over and over and over. Now, it's the access consciousness mantra adjusted because the mantra is actually all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And you can, you can add, like, all of business comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of money comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of multiple revenue streams come to me with ease and joy and glory. Like, truly, what could you, what could you ask for that you've been refusing to ask for, that if you asked for it, would actualize as a business beyond what you've never imagined possible in any lifetime? anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic will you destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good bad online putbox shorts boys and beyonds so so yeah so we've looked at you know clarity with you clarity with your your spouse your partner your friend your whatever you want to call them um and then looking at okay business what would you like to be what would you like to create what's it going to take clarity with numbers Now, the other piece that I want you to look at is, are you willing to receive the judgment other people will direct at you? Yeah, everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because that's the other piece that you have to be willing to receive. So if you're the one making the money, then there just might be people that have points of view about that. There might be, who knows? I mean, I've had so many points of view directed at me. Um, And some of them are really funny because it's like, oh, so he's retired. So you guys are just living off of the money he made. (laughs) Like, and it's funny because I kind of want to defend. I kind of want to go into, no, I've actually, you know, together, him and I have actualized this business as if by magic. And I mean, I don't, I just smile and nod and, and drop my barriers to receive it. But it's so funny what people project. And so it's just the willingness to receive it, the willingness to go, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, he's, it's all his money. We're, we're just, you know, doing my hobby over here. Oh, or the other way. Like, yeah, I, I have a kept man or whatever people might want to project at you. Like it's receiving that judgment and not actually making it significant in any way. Like what people say or think about you is none of your business. So everywhere you've made it your business and everywhere that you've chose to create based on their judgment, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what might be possible if you receive the judgment? <sighs> yeah, because that judgment, all that means is they're not willing to choose it. That's it. They're just not willing to choose it. And it's not right. It's not wrong. It's just that they aren't willing to choose it. So for some people, they will then be inspired to choose greater because you've shown them what's possible, which is possibly what many of you are doing listening to this radio show. You've maybe watched Hubby and I and went, you know what? I'd really like to create something like that. I'd really like for my my woman or my man or whatever to come home from the job they hate 
And, and it doesn't be the job they hate. Cause like I said, hubby loved his job, you know, but just come home or maybe I would like to hire somebody in my business and, and my spouse would be perfect at it or whatever. So maybe I've inspired you just by living the way we live. And then there's other people who don't want the inspiration. They just want to make me wrong. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay with that more than I've ever been okay with that. And what I love is that's what increases everything. That the willingness to receive it increases my joy, increases my money, increases business, increases (laughs) happiness, everything. Because I'm not allowing it to stop me anymore. So everywhere you've allowed other people's judgment to stop you, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And so what I'm looking at right now as I'm talking is, huh, you know what, let's, let's, do, um, let's do an energy pull. I have no clue what this is going to look like because I'm just going to talk to the energy. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so let's do this energy pull. And if you would like the audio of just this energy pull, if you go to my glenisehughes.com and then go to the the spot that says radio show and you'll see the blog that has this uh, radio show there. Now, it depends when you listen to this because I won't probably get that done until... um, the morning, probably January 5th. So do give me, (laughs) give me a little bit of time to get it up on there, but I'll put the audio to this energy pull on there. So you can just go download it and and use it over and over. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. (sighs) So as long as it's safe to do so, just close your eyes and just becoming really, really present with your sweet body and just say hi to that sweet body. And thank that sweet body for putting up with you. Thank it for co-creating magic with you. Yeah, and then energetically expand out into all of you as the infinite being you truly be. So everything below you, everything above you, everything in every direction, for godzillions, bazillions of miles. Yeah. And anything that doesn't allow you to be all of you as the infinite being, just turn and create it, right, wrong, good, bad, all night, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And now get a sense of what your life and living would be like if you were co-creating a business with your love, with your spouse, with your partner, with your kids, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. Just get a sense of what your life and living would be like with all of the finances, all of the business, all of the magic, everything you required to be co-creating beyond what you never imagined possible. Yeah, and intensify that energy, make it even yummier. Now pull universal energy into that energy, into your heart, out through your back and cycle it around, into that yummy energy, into your heart, out through your back and around, into that yummy energy. And this time as you pull the universal energy, pull that yummy energy into every cell of your body and being so that there's no longer separation, that you be that energy now. Allow it to tickle every molecule and cell within your body and being so that you be that energy, that you be the energy of co-creation with your business, with your family, 
beyond what you have never imagined possible. (sighs) Yeah. And anything that you've allowed to stop you from creating that, whether it's demons or entities or points of view or other people or other lifetimes or oaths or vows or anything, just drop them now. Just be the space of you, be the space of this delicious energy, this co-creation of infinite possibilities, of infinite money, infinite cash, infinite wealth, infinite business, infinite possibilities, infinite yumminess with you, your family, co-creating together as if by magic, pulling the universal energy in and out and around and in and out and around and in. And this time as you pull it out, allow it to trickle out into godzillions of threads of energy in front of you, behind you, to every side of you, above you, below you, pulling those threads of energy into and through every person, place, thing, event, experience, and energy that I haven't even mentioned that is going to co-create this with you. Pull it through them, pull all of those threads of energy into you, out through you, out through your back, and once again, allow them to go. Billions of godzillions of threads of energy, pull them through every person, place, thing, event, experience, energy, everything I haven't even mentioned that's going to co-create this magic with you and your family and your business and your money. And this time, send the message. It's time for you all to follow the energy to me now. I am ready to be the creator of magnitude I truly be. I am ready to co-create with my business and my family and money and magic and miracles now pulling that energy in and out and around and in and out and around and in and out and around. And I know I'm doing this really fast, but in and out and around and in and out and around. Yeah. And just gently pulling everything towards you so that everything and everyone that's going to co-create this with you shows up as if by magic. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be and your business be to be the physical actualization of unreal, unbelievable, fantastic, phenomenal, unfathomable, magical, miraculous reality, totally beyond this reality with total ease. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. I am so sorry that I went so fast, but man, I have a lot to say on this topic, apparently. So have a wonderful rest of your week, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.